Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Jump Rope Veteran. Welcome back to the channel, Jump Rope to Freedom. Good to see you again. Today's podcast episode features Holland, someone who I've gotten to know over, I think it's probably the past six months over Instagram. She is a smart young lady and somebody who is passionate about jump rope and all things fitness. She's also a distance runner and somebody who enjoys staying active despite being a college student. And I say despite being a college student because I know when I was in college, I had no discipline whatsoever. And she's in college and continues to train, continues to find a way to get after it, to jump rope and do her running training for her long distance running, which I think is commendable. And it's something that I think a lot of younger folks in their early 20s, late teens can definitely look to as a source of inspiration as a, and as somebody to emulate. A couple of admin notes before we start this. I think a lot of you know that there was a video published about me and a couple other people by the jump rope company and fitness company Rush Athletics on March 25th, 2021. This episode was recorded on March 23rd, 2021. The footage you're about to see with Holland was recorded on March 23rd, 2021, two days before the Rush Athletics video was released. The reason why I'm disclosing this information is because Holland is, at this point in time, a Rush athlete, which is essentially an affiliate and a partner, for lack of better words, in Rush Athletics company which is completely fine. I 100% support her decision if she even needs my support. And I think it's great that she's involved with the company and that she's taken the time to rep a company that she believes in. I think that's awesome. The reason why I'm disclosing all this is because I did not want there to be any confusion or any misconstruing of the fact that I'm releasing this episode after the Rush Athletics video was released about me. I reached out to Holland after the Rush Athletics video was published and asked her if she was comfortable with me releasing the podcast episode that we had recorded on March 23rd, two days before Rush Athletics released his video about me and the other people that he mentioned. And Holland commented that she thought that it was okay and that she was supportive of it. And so once I gained Holland's concurrence, to release the episode, I ensured that everything was okay with the episode and that everything was, was fine with it, and I proceeded to release the episode that you are about to see. So I just needed to put that disclaimer out there and once again reiterate that I have no problems with Rush Athletics whatsoever, and I'm not trying to damage his brand or steal his brand or anything along those lines. And that by me interviewing one of his ambassadors, one of his athletes, was in no way a diss or disrespect toward him. But I need, do need to put that out there in light of recent events. So with that out of the way, I hope you enjoy the podcast episode. Holland has a lot of wisdom and knowledge for being so young that she shares. So tune in, and I hope you enjoy it. Peace. All right, we're rolling. Hey, thanks, Holland, for coming on to the show. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much.
Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So the first question I have for you is how did you get your start with jump rope and what made you want to start with jump rope? Yeah. Um, so I started back in 2018 after I had graduated high school. Um, and throughout high school, I had been playing team sports like soccer, basketball, and track. And so I knew I needed to find a way to stay in shape, stay active, because that's just something that's pretty important to me. And so I'd, I'd, I've done running and I still continue to run, but I wanted a way to incorporate some cross training, maybe, maybe some body weight exercises within that too. And in basketball, actually, sometimes only like once or twice throughout the season, my coach would have us do jump ropes. And okay. I mean, the jump ropes were the beaded ropes, really cheap. Like <laughs> they're like not super nice ones, but it kind of got me interested because it was, I don't know, it was just a nice change up. And I was like, okay, this is, this can be fun. So what I did was I just looked up on like, I Googled it or probably on YouTube of jump rope workouts. And I found the jump rope dudes. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I, I think I, I got my first jump rope from Dick's Sporting Goods. It wasn't, it was just a PVC one. Yeah. I started doing their workouts. I really liked them. Um, and so I did that for that summer until probably school started again and took a break, did running, started back up the next summer just to take another break from running. And then I took another break. It's been off and on throughout yeah. <laughs> these last couple of years because um, I just really like running and I'll find um, races that I sign up for. And in the past, I've just for training for the ra those races only I've done running and not not a whole lot of cross training until probably when was it April or May of 2020 I just decided I needed a break from running because my race had gotten canceled from corona um and so I went back to YouTube went back to the jump rope dudes and they were actually offering um, free monthly challenges so they're those are their pdfs that they that you can buy now but for three or four months they were letting you have those for free and that's five days of workouts jump rope workouts and so I just went all into that and decided this is fun can I learn more than just like regular bounce and some footwork and so that's when I searched again on YouTube, like jump rope tricks. And that's when I found Rush Athletics jump rope page and watching him jump rope was super inspiring to me. And I, I just really got into jump rope and wanting to learn all those tricks. And I've been doing that for, I, I think I jumped almost every day for the whole summer. So maybe June wow. to August and and maybe even into September, it was just all jump rope. I didn't like running. I just needed a break from running. Mm -hmm. And so overall, it's been like two to two and a half years, but it's been really broken up in between those times. Oh, but nice. yeah, the main reason I think I found jump rope was just to stay in shape after high school sports. 
Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. So what in basketball practice, what kind of workouts would your coach have you do with the jump rope or what kind of drills were you, were you guys mm -hmm. doing? So, yeah, uh, there was two, there's basically two groups of people during this, this drill where it's like half the team would be doing the jump ropes. And I think it would just be 45 seconds of regular bounce, just, just jump. And then the other part of the team, you had to practice like dribbling or something like that. Oh, nice. And then the last, um, so yeah, 45 seconds on, I don't remember what the rest recovery time was. And then the last, the last set would be one minute, like jump as many jumps as you can and count. And that was, it was really basic, but um, that was probably my first jump rope workout. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about jump rope is you really don't need to do much to get the benefits from it. I think the only mm -hmm. two tricks, you, it, I mean, the tricks are great, but the only two tricks you really, or two moves you really need to know, in my opinion, are the basic bounce and the alternate footstep. And if you can do those, mm -hmm. you're going to get most of the benefits. But the tricks that, that you've been learning, that everyone's been learning as they go along, those are beneficial in a lot of ways, like with coordination. And also mm -hmm. it's, it's inspiring just to be able to nail a trick and then go on to the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree. With you, what what you said with the basic bounce and alternating bounce, I think, like, I think in a lot of my videos, I I'm doing like crosses, double unders, and may, any like other moves I've learned. But a thing that people don't see a lot is in my workout portion when I'm jumping, I'm just doing those that regular bounce and the alternating foot boxer step. I think. I think just footwork in general to have that first before moving on to those more complicated tricks if you're interested is a really good foundation oh yeah I agree with you 100% on that with the breaks that you took from jump rope and running alternating back and forth from that did you ever notice that one helped the other when you went back to it that's a good question I I didn't notice a huge um Difference. What I did notice, though, when dur during last summer, I would run sometimes with one of my friends and I hadn't been running and we were running not a whole lot, maybe three miles, but I would be able to take like whatever fitness I had acquired through jump rope and it still applied to my running. I was still able to run those three miles and I think it, it might just be... Um, I don't know, I've gained more experience with running, but I was also able to have a faster pace. And um, now I do running and jump rope into my training plan that I have right now. And I think it's, I think it has helped just like with, I'd say the ends of runs when you're just pushing through of, um, yeah, just pushing through at the end because of the different muscles. Um, jump rope can work yeah absolutely I know that I noticed the same thing when I was because in the military all we have to do is run two miles so we're not running long long distances or things like that but with the two mile run I mean you can get down there in the 11s and 12s if you're if you're fast and I remember the first time I started jumping rope about six months after I started I, that's when I recorded my best two mile time and I think that oh. 
like you're saying with the fast twitch and slow twitch muscles, yeah. I think that's that's really what it what it does is I was able to take off on that two mile run much faster. And so it's mm -hmm. interesting that you seems like you've had kind of that same experience. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So as far as jump ropes go, what are your go to jump ropes these days, your favorite jump ropes that you like to use on a regular basis? Yeah. So with every workout, I use um, weighted ropes and I have a pair of the cross rope get lean set. So it's a quarter pound and half pound rope. Um, I'd say I use the half pound rope more. Um, if you've heard of Kathy Jumps on Instagram, she's a huge fan of the half pound rope and she uses the get strong handles. Mm -hmm. And so I've really loved that combo too after she encouraged people to try it. So those, that, the half pound cross rope for sure. And I use the Rush Athletics speed rope every session too, to practice those like crosses, double unders, um, any other type of move like that. And then lately I've really enjoyed um, using a beaded rope. Um, I use, there's, one by Rush Athletics that I use. And then also I have one from the Jump Rope Coach Chris. Both are great. Um, just because I'm trying to get into releases, very basic releases, but those are also good. Um, so just those those three types of ropes. I'm not a huge fan of long handled ropes. I have, a, I have two, but I just haven't used those that much. Yeah, there's a lot of different ropes out there. And the great thing about it is there's a lot of different styles for people mm -hmm. and those different type of ropes, they can, they can, you can tailor them to the type of style that you, that you have, which is, which is great. I know for me, I like the long handle ropes. So that's just because mm -hmm. of the style that, that I have more like a buddy lead type style, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's good because you can always find a rope that's good for your jumping ability and your jumping style so that's that's awesome those i've heard yeah. good things about chris's ropes definitely mm -hmm. yeah yeah i yeah i've used it for three months and it's held up really nicely good 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 mm -hmm. and so what do your workouts actually look like as far as sets and reps and do you incorporate anything into your jump rope workouts like squats or calisthenics or things like that yeah, so I've structured, I structure a lot of my workouts, just how I learned from the jump rope dudes. So it'll be maybe like eight to 10 exercises of 30 seconds each, 10 seconds off. So an example of that could be, so I start out with 30 seconds jump rope, 10 seconds break, and then 30 seconds of squats or push-ups or lunges, just um, simple body weight exercises like that and I'll do that for like usually that workout will be 30 minutes each okay yeah that mm -hmm. sounds good their workouts are pretty effective mm -hmm. they are with the what I like about their workouts is that they there's not too much resting which which is good because it keeps that heart rate up it's not like mm -hmm. two minutes of jump rope and then a minute of rest you're just going right into the next exercise which is awesome yeah. yeah I think people can get into trouble when they start to we're well, not into trouble but they can not get the benefits 
the full benefits of of a good workout if they're taking too long to rest, especially if it's a cardio workout. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, the jump rope dudes talk about it a lot, but it's all about the intensity of your workout. Yeah. Like you could do the thirty seconds on, ten seconds rest without being that intense and get and still have a workout. But I think to get the most benefits from your workout, it's to be intense and to be intentional with the time that you have. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so as far as jump rope tricks, you've been able to amass a good following on Instagram with your, with your videos and they're, they're very mm-hmm. impressive. Some of the Thank things you. that, that you're able to do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what is your, what is your process in learning new tricks how do you break it down and how do you go about learning yeah so I'd say at the start it was a it was all about watching YouTube tutorials I mean there's so many different tutorials out there and so I watched a lot of those I watched a lot of rush athletics tutorials um and so yeah I'll watch a tutorial and then I'll go out and just try to do it. Um, in the beginning, since I was at home, I had I was able to like bring a mirror out and watch and record um, myself trying to do the trick just to see. Especially if you record, you can slow yourself down and see. Oh, my arms aren't crossing like far enough, or they're way too they're crossing way too high on my body. Um, so I'd say it's a lot of trial and error of. Um, yeah, just, I just have to try it out. I can, I can watch the trick be done so many times, but it won't help me learn it. So, um, watching it for sure. Sometimes what's really nice about Instagram is you can just message people if they're, if they seem really good at a trick, like, Hey, how, what are some tips that to do that? Um, I did that and I still do that for some tricks. One of them was the, um, it's like the EB where you jump through it. That one just really, I just couldn't get my brain around that. So I asked um, Felix, his Instagram is xdhops, and he was able to give me some tips on that. Um, So yeah, I'd say I watched a video about it, try it, record myself, see what I'm messing up on. But really, it's just I practice it a lot. Oh, and I really try to slow the trick down instead of doing yeah. it at speed. Yeah, absolutely. That Those are all great ways of learning it. I think that, like you're saying, you just have to get out there and try it. And it's got to be it's going to be a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. especially oh, with yeah. jump rope, because there's so much coordination involved. So it's like trying to walk, learn how to walk mm-hmm. sometimes because you just can't get your your mind around it quite literally. I've been in that situation before. I'm like, how in the world do people do this? But then you just try to slow it down, like like you're saying, and you end up eventually getting it as long as you put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's also, I've realized as I've tried to learn more tricks is you really need to have the basics down of, for example, for me, I, for the longest time, I, I didn't understand the switch cross, Uh, but um, some of the tips people were saying were like be able to cross with both hands. Yeah. And so to, to do that, I really, I slowed it way down. I think 
and I learned it on a long handled rope, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just had to take tips from all these people that could do it. Yeah, that's not an easy move to get mm-hmm. at all. That that one took me some time too. It's just mm-hmm. so strange. I found that with that specific move, I'm not sure how you feel about it, but mm-hmm. I found that you just got to jump a little bit higher on the second one. I'm not sure if you had that same experience on the second cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the at the beginning, yeah, I would yeah, I had to jump higher and it to me I didn't understand how your arms <laughs> moved yeah. and switched um like that, but yeah. Um, someone's tutorial, Bav, uh, he has a YouTube tutorial on it, and it was really helpful for me. Bav, I haven't heard of Bav before. I think uh, his Instagram is Bav.11 on, yeah, on Instagram. Bav.11, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely check that out, definitely. So you've, you've talked about Jump Rope Dudes, Rush Athletics, and a couple other people who who aside from them, or if you want to go into them a little bit more, who are your mentors, both in the jump rope space and outside of the jump rope space? Who do you look to for guidance and mentorship? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Say within the jump rope community, I really, someone I really look up to is, sorry, this light is bugging me, is um, Kathy from, um, Kathy jumps on Instagram I wouldn't say I've messaged her a lot but just her page in in general and what she talks about on her stories is just really inspiring because she's a mom too and she was also one of the first female jumpers that I found that got really popular so I really look up to her because she just she she just has fun with jump rope she makes it look fun and I don't know. Like, I just really, I really like her page and she's, she's real. She's honest. She'll show clips of when she's not getting a trick or the process that she has to go through to get a trick. And so I really, I really like her page and um, yeah. And Rashi, he's, he's awesome. Um, He's just really, he's really nice. And um for me, he's really inspiring because on his YouTube, he's tracked um, like the whole building of his brand and um, all his tutorials and all the behind the scenes stuff he showed. Um, I just really, really inspiring. And he's been really nice. Um, I'm a, I'm a rush athlete for his company mm-hmm. and he's just really great, super generous. And he's just, he's just really supportive of all of us. And, um, we've been like through that, I've been able to build a community of people from all around the world. Mm, yeah, That's pretty cool. Um, let's see another jump rope, um, mentor. Hmm. Yeah, I think those two would probably be my top two. I have some other people on Instagram that are really real too I think Mana um Mana Skips on Instagram yeah she's someone who um yeah like Kathy I think is just really real about the process of like hey like maybe my jump rope session didn't go great today but I'm glad I was able to do it so 
yeah those three i think are some big inspirations for me mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. But what about outside the jump rope space too? Like any authors or people that you follow or family members? Mm-hmm. Um, recently, uh, there's this YouTube channel by Nick Bear that I really like. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's just. I think he calls it high, like being a hybrid athlete, where he runs and he weight trains and. He's prepping for an Ironman right now. So his mental toughness is just off the charts. And so hearing him talk about that is really inspiring of like t- his phrases go one more. And so hearing him explain what that means has been really cool. Author wise, I like um, John Mark Comer. One book I really enjoy about um, by him is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Mm. Um, just talks about um, slowing down in an age where like everything's thrown at you constantly with like social media and technology yeah Um, I really like I really like that book and I should probably read it again soon it's just a good reminder Um, and I've um, I've read one book by Bob Goff that I really liked it's called Everybody Always and just that message in that book I thought was really important Hmm. i haven't heard of either of those books when whenever i get through and edit this i'm going to go back and put those in the show notes so that people can check that out the first one you talked about is an important skill to have because there's so much information being thrown Mm -hmm. at everybody these days because through social media because everyone's got a phone mostly everyone's got a smartphone Mm -hmm. so being able to filter out a lot of noise and being able to find the right signals is actually a superpower these days mm-hmm. yeah for yeah sure. so as far as the nutrition aspect of it what do you follow any sort of diet or anything along those lines uh no no specific diet um i've tried intermittent fasting before but um it hasn't, I haven't continued it, not because it went like badly or it wasn't working. I just, I kind of like breakfast. So um, I'll eat a late breakfast and small lunch or just snack throughout the afternoon and then dinner. But yeah, I don't really have any specific diet. I just try to, you know, eat fruits and vegetables and it's like a balance trying to eat, eat all the stuff in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. And is there any, are there any go-to foods that you pretty much eat every day that you go back to? Oh yeah. I have, I have like phases of food that I really like. And so right now I eat like one of two breakfasts. It will either be steel cut oats with um, apples, a little bit of peanut butter and honey, or um, I guess it's a breakfast burrito with just eggs and spinach and cheese. So those are my two things that I really like right now. Oh, that that's great that you just alternate back and forth. That reminds (laughs) me, it kind of reminds me in a funny way of how Steve Jobs, when he was still alive, how he would, and Mark Mm -hmm. Zuckerberg does it these days, how they would only wear, they would wear the same outfit every Mm -hmm. single day. And they would just, because it would eliminate decision-making. 
yeah, which so, decisions yeah. can cause a lot of fatigue throughout the day. So it was one less decision they would have to make, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. One mm-hmm. of two, one of two breakfasts. So how long have you been doing that, doing that for? Um, uh, let's see. I really, I've been eating breakfast burritos since probably the fall. Mm-hmm. So um, I really, so since then, and then oatmeal, I think I started to really like that in January, maybe. So starting in January, I kind of alternate between those two breakfast breakfasts. And then on Sunday, because it's my long run, I always eat the same breakfast. It's just a tortilla with peanut butter and honey in it. And so I guess it's three, but during the weekday, it's those two. No, that's awesome. I think that, man, that's great. People mm-hmm. should take a page from your playbook. And I know that there's a lot of, well, some of the one of the human needs is to want variety, but at the same time, that's a double-edged sword. If you have if you do the same couple of things, then it mm-hmm. just like I was saying, it just eliminates that one decision. You can focus on other things that are probably a little bit more important than figuring out what you're going to eat every day. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm such a routine person. So just to ha- just to have in my mind, either gonna have this or that just it's really helpful. Yeah. How long, how long is your long run? You said you did a long run on Sundays. Um, so it's, it's changing as I get closer to my, my race, I'm running a half marathon end of April. Mm-hmm. So last Sunday I did nine miles and, wow. um, I've usually been increasing a mile each week, but, um, going forward, I'm just going to do half a mile just to try to prevent like injury. Um, so yeah, nine miles next week will be nine and a half and then so on and so on. So before my race, I'm hoping to get up to 11, 11 or 12 miles. 11 or 12 miles, man. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a long way. That's, <laughs> oof, oof. I'm a shorter mile person myself. I mean, I've done, I've done like the longest I've ever run is like 10 or 11 miles, but man, mm-hmm. I was, I was really tired after that. Whew, I was tired, man. Good on yeah. you for that. And that's every <laughs> that's every Sunday, a nine mile run. Wow. Um, yeah, every Sunday, yeah, it'll be my long run of however. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So as far as so I wanted to ask earlier about I asked about tricks, but also mm-hmm. one thing I didn't ask about was the toughest trick you've learned to date and why why was it so hard for you yeah um there's been a couple like we mentioned before the switch cross yeah I think that one on Instagram got really popular in the summer like towards Mm -hmm. the end of the summer I just saw everybody do it and I couldn't like I just got it um I think in December so that one took me four months I think just because I just, I didn't understand the timing and the hand placement and all that stuff. Um, another one that I'd say I still have to work on is um, the double cross, like double under, double cross under where it's across and then you do it twice. Oh, yeah. Um, just because you have to wrap your arms further enough around your body and then wrist movement to get it going under you twice but still do a double under um I think it's just the timing of that one that I'm still 
working on or maybe yeah it's just just one I have to keep working on or else it might I might not remember how to do it yeah um, so that one I'd say those those two. Oh, and the mic release um it that one hasn't been on my radar for as long um but it's a lot harder to learn than I was expecting because when I see other people do it, it's just like flicker the rope and, and they got it. Yeah. Um, um, so I thought, how hard can that be? Um, <laughs> turns out it's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So yeah. I think, I think I got like one release in the summer and then could not do it for a long time until like I got a like a better beaded rope and still working on it still can't con um, catch that consistently but yeah those three so switch cross double cross under and make release are I think the hardest tricks I've learned yeah that that release I agree with you on that one the other the other two are difficult as well but I can mm -hmm. definitely identify on the release those there's just so much more that can go wrong when you're not holding the rope and it's mm -hmm. flying off in one direction, one direction or the other. There's yeah. a lot that can go wrong and it takes so much. It's takes so much. I don't even know the word. It's so much precision, so much yeah. fine precision to be able to control the rope while you have, while you're not controlling it essentially by holding it. And so yeah. how did you, so you said you got a beaded rope, but how else were you able to drill that and, and get it? Um, I honestly, I, I think I would just, I worked on first just rotating the rope correctly, not even like not even worrying about catching the rope, because I saw one of um, Nate KG's uh, YouTube tutorials on it. He said, step one, just practice, be able to spin the rope and the wrist movement requires for that. So I practiced that a lot just to get that movement down and then yeah it was a lot of me just standing there throwing the rope and then trying to catch it and then if I could catch it next step was catching it into a toe catch um so just a little little by little steps I think and then also watching other people um do it on Instagram I Chris the jump rope coach Chris has these really nice um post about like one move and then it'll, he'll break it down in different um, slides so I've, I watched those too to to get that down hmm. yeah those those guys are great teachers Nate and Chris mm -hmm. they both yeah they they know what they're doing as far as walking people through the different moves especially the harder ones like that where it really is a gift and skill that they have to be able to articulate and explain it well enough to where people are getting it consistently after watching mm -hmm. their instruction. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And even with some of those other moves, like the double cross under, I've gone back to Rashi's videos on those just to watch yeah. those because he has a few videos on that and he'll just break it down. So I don't think you can ever outgrow watching tutorials even how far you are with your jumping journey oh you're exactly right you always are learning and mm -hmm. the minute that you think that you're not learning anymore that's when things really start to get 
not so good for you. <laughs> if you think yeah. you can't learn anymore, it's the people who are the best at what they do, I think are the people who are constantly trying to learn and they're never satisfied. They always think they can learn one more thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I agree. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I have one question. I'm actually curious about this myself because when I was in college, I did a very poor job of staying fit. I had had no discipline whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're the exact opposite of that. You're, you're in college and you're doing your jump rope. You're going on long runs. I mean, mm -hmm. I never did not one ounce of physical activity in all four years I was in college. So how do you act? How do you have the discipline to go through with that at the age that you're at and the setting that you're in being a college campus? Yeah. Um, well, for me, going into going into college, I knew that like being healthy, being active was something that's important to me because I've been playing sports since I was really young. So I knew that if I just sit around or not work out, I'm just gonna, I, don't, I just get this feeling where I need to be moving. And so, um, yeah, I think for me, what's really helped is creating a training plan. Like I'll literally just Google Google Docs, just create Monday, mo Sunday through Saturday of what I'm gonna do for a month. Um, and I've, in the past when races were open, or they still are, they're just virtual. Um, I'll sign up for those. So I have a specific goal. And that's, I think having a specific goal has really helped me stay motivated. Um, but yeah, creating those monthly plans for myself um, just really makes me stay on track. And um, I just, I get into a routine um, with that plan of usually I like to wait I like to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day kind of boring but for me that really helps because I wake up I like I get ready and then I go on a run or I go jump rope and so just having that regular routine I think has kept me accountable to stay active throughout college sure that's great I yeah I definitely wish I had done the same thing that's that's awesome to have the discipline to be able to do that. Do you have anybody that you train with or any accountability partners that you go to school with? Um, in the past, I've I'll run sometimes with my friends, but um, my friends. Have you heard of Orange Theory Fitness? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so two of my roommates are really into that. Yeah. So sometimes they're going to the five a.m. class. And so I'm getting up to like two hours later and like, okay, they've already worked out. I, I, I can also work out if they can get up at five. Sure, um, sure. So I'd say we're not, my friends and I aren't working out together, but just the mutual like motivation of they're going to their workout class. Like I can yeah. go do my workout. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That does help having a support system. But have you, have you gone, ever gone to Orange Theory with them and tried it out? No, they've they've tried to get me to go. I just I just haven't yet. It sounds really it sounds tough. They they talk about rowing and rowing just seems really hard. But yeah. good respect to them because they crush it there. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I was a member there for oh. a few months when we we lived in Williamsburg, Virginia. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, it's I could see why people like it because the it's extremely effective workout. And it's you could do that workout at the gym if you want to, but it's the mm-hmm. atmosphere. There's people in yeah. there that'll that'll push you and just being in there with everybody makes you go that that much harder. But yeah, it's an effective good workout. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So you should definitely try it sometime. The the rowing's not too bad. It's the main the hardest part is actually the floor with the weights. That can be the most oh. difficult part. Yeah, they have you yeah. doing some pretty insane exercises with the weights, you know. Yeah, they I mean, they love it there. And so, yeah, I really need to try it one day. Yeah, I got to go for it. Mm-hmm. So, for the support system you have that's that's awesome do you have any advice to people who are just starting with jump rope and are having a difficult time getting started what would you say to them yeah I wrote something down for that oh yeah so I at first if you're starting out with jump rope I'd say to slow things down because with YouTube tutorials and videos you see on Instagram, that's probably people going like at their fastest or they might just be more experienced so they can go at a faster pace. So really slow the moves down. And if you can like use your phone to record yourself, if you're still having trouble, try to jump in front of a mirror if you have access to one so you can see your form. And then the second thing that I'd suggest is to not compare yourself to other jumpers, which is really hard, especially on social media when like you're just seeing videos of people jump rope constantly if you're following them of like, oh my gosh, they got they got that move faster than me. Um, or how are they going that fast? Stuff like that. So just to not compare yourself and remember that like you're gonna you can you can get to that point, but everyone's timeline of getting to whatever set goal is gonna be different. Um, so yeah, try not to compare and really master the basics, the fundamentals of jump rope. Of have a good jump rope form, basic bounce, boxer step. Um, yeah, so if you have those, then you have good balance and timing, and then you can move on to those harder moves or tricks. Yeah, I agree with you. Foundation is the key. Mm-hmm. But what you said about not comparing yourself, that's probably the most that's the most important thing, I think, mm-hmm. what you said. I agree with everything you said, but that's that's the truth because you have no idea what that other person has gone through. Mm-hmm. And it just it just ends up stealing your joy. It does nothing but either make you feel superior to somebody or make you feel inferior if you're comparing mm-hmm. yourself to somebody else. And everyone's got different styles out here. Yeah, that's what I was about to mention is, yeah, there's so many different styles. And at first I thought like, okay, you can only be like the workout style, boxer, style or or the freestyle but now you can you can really mix it up and create whatever you want you don't have to be with one type so yeah just find your own style not don't compare yourself to others that i agree with Mm -hmm. you that's great that's great advice what do you think is the most important thing that you've learned from jump rope so far 
And what does it mean to you? What does jump rope mean to you? Hmm. I think one of the things I've learned the most is patience, especially with some of those, some of those moves. Like I just, if you don't get it, I, you just have to keep going and keep trying and be patient because it's not going to be, it's not going to be like one session and you get it. It might be with some moves, but other moves it might not be. So patience and like persistence um, are big lessons that I've learned through jump rope because you just got to keep going. You if, you if you stop after you trip or you get slapped by your rope, you're not going to, you're not going to get anywhere. So you got to, you just got to keep, you got to yeah. keep going. Mm-hmm. And what does jump rope mean to me? I think when I think of jump rope, I think of the community that it's given me of the online jump rope community and just overall like fitness aspect. I think those two things together is that you can, that you can have a community with, you can have a fitness community that really supports you. I think um, that's the greatest thing about jump rope right now is it's bringing so many people together mm-hmm. yeah the community aspect is good you were talking about that earlier about how you're able because everything with social media is flattened mm-hmm. everything so you can reach out to people they may not respond who knows but the likelihood of them responding is pretty high nowadays with mm-hmm. all these platforms you can communicate on but just the last thing is if there's anything you want to add to sign off with or any general advice you want to give to somebody who's just starting out or who is trying to get in better shape, what would you tell them? Yeah, for me, I for jump rope, for running, what I found is my mentality is everything. Mm-hmm. So just to have a strong mindset and be prepared for it not to be easy all the time. You're going to have to put in the hard work. You're going to have to push through those days where like you get up, like, do I want to jump rope? Do I want to run? And you just, you just got to go do it. Um, Kathy jumps also has a good saying on that of she encourages people just try five minutes, five minutes of jump rope and then see what, see what happens after that. So yeah, having a positive mindset and, knowing that you're going to have to put in the hard work, I think is something that I think people should really know about fitness in general. And then um, another thing that's been really, really, I've been passionate about recently is you don't have to choose like running or jump rope. I think that's been a thing just recently because jump rope has risen, I think, in popularity and people are saying oh it's so much better than running and it maybe it's better for running for one person but for another person they might enjoy running and we don't have to we don't have to pit those things against each other yeah um, i think both are great both are getting you moving and active and so um yeah if you like both share about both you don't have to only push one form of cardio Oh, I agree with you. I know there's, you're right. There are people who say no, don't run and just do jump rope and the other way around. But like you, I do both as well. And they, Mm -hmm. it works. It it works for for me. And if it works for you, you got to just keep going with it. Yeah, totally. Hey, Holland, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
you had a lot of wise things to say, and I learned a lot from you. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. You too. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning into the podcast episode. I appreciate it. Respect to Holland for coming by and sharing her views on jump rope, fitness, nutrition, and for sharing her various training plans and for all the advice that she had. One thing that continues to stick out to me is how she's able to remain so disciplined and to stick with a good beneficial routine despite being a college student. That was something that I failed at miserably. Even though I played sports all four years, I didn't have the discipline to do that when I was in college. It's something that people of any age can emulate, but especially younger people who are leaving home for the first time, going to college, and are trying to find a way to stay in shape. Once again, I appreciate the support. Please hit the thumbs up button on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast platform or the YouTube channel and or the YouTube channel and just keep getting after it. Thank you so much. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated, jump rope to freedom. Peace, everybody.